1: of
2: van life. What's up guys and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Frankie. And I'm Alex. And together we are FNA Van Life.
3: Today we're doing another live podcast coming to you in the final hour before this podcast needs to be out. We've got some friends who are saving our butts. Yeah and
2: this one's being fully recorded in the van live in the middle of kind of nowhere. We're on BLM in... where are we? Near Moab. Moab. Near Moab right now, yeah. So... Who do we got with us? Introduce yourself, guys. I am Jen. And I'm Eric. And together we're Defining Adventure. Yes, they are. (laughs) They're out here defining adventure with us, actually, for the past week. When it comes to Defining Adventure, like... Honestly, I felt like this whole experience that we've had with you guys has literally defined adventure. We've been snowboarding. We've been out on BLM. We've been just camping out in random places, down whether it's barrel, down crazy roads, hot chattering tubs. down Hot Ooh. Tubs, hot yeah. Springs. Yeah, Hot Springs. We've done a little bit of everything, right? What has this adventure been like for you guys since you got on the road? And
0: like when did you get out on the road and why? It, well, all right. So we got on the road like a, a little over a month ago. We spent two weeks up in the Northeast United States, um, primarily around Vermont, doing a little bit of skiing up there and then visiting some family members that we have in Connecticut and New Jersey. And then we went back home to Virginia for about a week. And then after that, we've uh, been back out on the road now going on our third week.
1: How's it going? It's going good. I thought for sure we would not make it this far.
2: Yeah? Really? What, yeah. What has been... Why, why did you think that you weren't going to make it this far? Like, what was on your mind that, that felt like you weren't going to make it?
1: Was I prepared enough? Have we done enough? Did we pack enough? Did I overpack?
0: <laughs> was the van built properly for the weather we were going to experience? Mm-hmm. The roads... It van, was really unknown.
3: Yeah, your van is beautiful. Thank yes, you. Very it is. We've much. been spending most of our time in their van because yeah, our van has been a disaster, disaster this last week. So this is actually the first night that we're having them over. Um but like honestly your space is so welcoming and so big and there's enough room for everybody to sit and hang out and sit around mm-hmm. the table and like so how long did it take you to build? Maybe tell everybody like what kind of van you have and like okay.
0: So it's a 2020 Ford Transit. It's an all-wheel drive. It's the high roof and the extended model. And we were like, I think, seriously, one of the last 2020s off the assembly line. So it's basically a 2021. We got it. We took a delivery of it in January 2021 and then kind of just used it uh, recreationally, until maybe about may until and that's when we started to do the build uh, mainly we were waiting on supplies because you know how the supply chain was during that time um a design and also the weather so we wanted it to get a little bit warmer before we were out there trying to figure out what we were going to do and honestly one of the other things was just fear of getting started like being overwhelmed with what to do where to start what do we need a design? And and then eventually it was just like, you know what, let's just start. And from then it just got the ball rolling and it became easier and easier. So I think we'd started in May and kind of just dabbled a little bit. And then in June picked it up pretty hard and worked uh, pretty much on it daily for like two months, maybe a little bit more than that. And, And we kind of knocked it out really quick, maybe three months.
1: But we took weekend trips.
0: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: in it while it was being built
0: nice and did those weekend trips
2: help you kind of figure out exactly what you wanted to do yes because we
1: changed our plan quite a few times
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and
2: like were you experiencing you know what were the what were the activities that you were possibly experiencing that changed your ideas on how you wanted it designed
0: I don't think it was the activities so much as feasibility and practicality because one of the things that was important to both of us was to keep it open so that it, it didn't feel too closed in. We wanted to make sure we had a wide aisle, just like you have in yours. And
2: um, Jen and just pointed out a button says because she has a big butt. <laughs> yeah. well, we I'm not letting hey, you get away with that. You
3: just got to like, you I'm
0: know, not letting, it be
3: comfortable you know. to fly through, you know? <laughs> it,
2: it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel you, you know, it's a lot of these vans that you see, you know, via Instagram or, you know, the tours that you'll see, you see a lot of them, they're very tight-spaced and, like, the camera makes them look a little bit wider than what they are, mm-hmm. so that was very important for us as well. Um, uh, when it came to layout, you know, what did you kind of model it after and, what like, I guess who did you look at and say, oh, I, you know, I want to do the bed because of these people, I want to do this because
0: of that, you know? I don't think there was a specific person or model that we saw that were like, that's what we want to emulate. We did take bits and pieces. You know, we watched plenty of YouTube videos, as most people who are about to build a van do. Um, we had lots of people that we may have talked to and asked questions about. I know you guys were instrumental with uh, asking questions and um, just providing a lot of information. But I think we just took bits of information from all over the place and kind of just uh, aggregated it together to come up with our own. And we figured out we wanted a fixed bed. And I think we kind of just started at the back and, and kind of built forward. I mean, not necessarily Mm -hmm. right. We knew we wanted a, a decent sized bed and we've got a queen mattress in there. Um, that we didn't have to shave down or anything like that we also wanted a a good size garage and so that was that was important and I wanted to keep the garage open for one for airflow but for two so that way I could get to my garage from inside in case I needed to whether Mm -hmm. it be for our fuses because our electrical is down there and um, hopefully to get air circulating, to keep our water tanks. We wanted a four season van. So we wanted all the water tanks inside. Everything is inside. Um, that's, that's important. And of course our, our, heater vents outside and such like that, but, uh, it was important to keep climate control inside so that we, our batteries wouldn't freeze our, our water wouldn't freeze. Even though that may have happened anyway. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh.
2: Well, I think it kind of happens to everybody, especially, like, depending on how their setup is. Um, you know, they forget to insulate, you know, maybe the pipes because they're, the pipes are directly on the wall, right? Mm-hmm. And that that makes it where they're, you know, comparable of freezing.
3: Well, even in the cupboards. Like yeah. you don't realize how cold your cupboard yeah. stays. Well,
2: especially when but, you're in negative twenty degrees. Right? Yeah. Right? So
3: like the air mm-hmm. in your space is nice and warm, but you open that cupboard and it's like cold air. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: It's almost like a little air conditioner mm-hmm. in there. You don't mm-hmm. even realize Extra it.
1: Extra
3: refrigerators. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: So you guys have been in the van full time for a couple of weeks now. Have there been you know many things that like kind of went wrong? Like you said, the pipes or like. Things that now you're rethinking. The only thing that really goes wrong is the Berkey likes to
1: commit suicide. (laughs) It bounces out of the sink. So we're gonna change that and copy you guys and hook it up. Mm -hmm.
0: For those that don't know what our van looks like, and hopefully we'll be able to put something up so that people who are listening to the podcast can get a visual on, on what that looks like. But we have a, a, a Berkey water filter that sits on our counter when we're stationary. And when we move, we put it in the sink and separate it into two halves. Sometimes we don't separate it into two halves. like Most of the times when we decide to go on a bumpy road, it's in one piece. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the top piece likes to catapult itself across the <laughs> van. So it's done that about three times now. It's just cutting its own head off. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's, like, it's, like, it's like the sock and
2: moppers, you remember That's those? Right, yeah. uh, or what are they called? The um rock of sock and rock robots? Sock and robots. robots, yeah. And it, you would hit them and they would pop the head up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kinda like that. That's pretty good though. I
3: yeah. mean, you know, for having it built and then maybe all those little mini trips kinda helped you. I think
0: so. I think it did. dial it in. I think it's overbuilt too. I mean it's 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 built well. It's it's uh a lot of it's glued and screwed and 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 bolted to the walls and it's and it's really held up well and i'm I'm happy with that and uh and even that that potential freeze issue we may have had it may not have even frozen we we kind of thought we ran out of water I, I don't know it may have frozen it may not have we may have just ran out of water uh or both mm-hmm. but other than that I think it's been
2: well, good. And with that being said, were you running your heater as well the whole time? Like, did you shut it down possibly when you like left the van when you were in very cold weather? Because that could be something that uh, people walk away and forget about and they mm-hmm. shut down their heater. And then, you know, you have a freeze I up. I think
1: we were tilted on a, we were parked on a hill.
0: Okay. For the water? Yeah. That's my thought. Oh yeah, so, like, why we were sucking air or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so
2: you didn't actually have enough water where the discharge was uh, for the pump or the, or the it's the supply.
0: So that's what we thought. We we thought we ran out of water. So it was real cold. It was like negative eight, mm-hmm. and we did have the heater running. I think we had it running like basically twenty four seven when the van wasn't on, producing its own heat from the from the engine. We had the, the uh, Wabasto on. So we have the Wabasto Airtop 2000 STC. So it's a gasoline version because it's a gasoline engine. And we did not do an altitude adjustment. So we we, we were fine, though, because in, in Vermont, we were only at like 2,000 feet at base elevation. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it worked just fine. Had no problems with it except for when it got really cold. It struggled to keep up. Yeah, it's the 2,000 kilowatt version. Um,
2: I will say that uh for the people out there listening that's looking at like what type of heater they want to get, if you are going to go over to- Wabasco, definitely go with the evo forty like we both have the a t s two thousand and the problem with it is if you're ever going to go to altitude uh above five thousand feet, you have to definitely do the altitude adjustment, and that's still not guaranteeing that it's gonna work great mm-hmm. so Uh, definitely spend the extra 300 bucks or so, whatever it is, that Evo 40, it is extremely expensive, but if you're already going to spend the money on it, you might as well get the version that you could go up to 10,000 feet and you actually get a bigger heater too, as well, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So you'll have the adequate ability to heat a space when it is negative 20 outside. Yeah.
0: And that's like what? I considered that one and I know there are guys, I read it in the Ford Transit forum, I know there are guys that have installed it and I did want to install it under my passenger seat. So I was kind of worried that I wasn't gonna have the room, so I did opt for the smaller one. But if I could in fact fit it in, it would have I know it would have no problem keeping up in that kind of weather. Mm-hmm. Um but you know also I hear S Bars coming out and they already have a gasoline version of the two thousand watt heater. Mm-hmm. It's out in Europe. It's coming to the United States. My The, the dealer said it should be here about June. So that, that could be an option, and that's going to have automatic altitude adjustment as well, up to 10,000 cool. feet. Cool. So you could still get the smaller package and the altitude adjustment mm-hmm. and still run on gasoline. So you'll have a couple more options. And I know uh, we, we just... Talk to another van, and and they have uh, the, the the Chinese diesel heater. Mm-hmm, yeah, and that's working okay for them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had
2: that in our last van. We loved it. Uh, the thing is, like you you could use a bunch of different fuels for it. Um, like you know, I'm just going out there and saying it. Make sure you do your research though, because yeah. I don't want to tell you that you could do it and then. You do it and you have something happen, so yeah. definitely do your research on which one you're getting, uh, but a lot of them do say that you could use kerosene, or, which is going to be hard to find,
0: mm. but you
2: could use um, oil, diesel, you could use gasoline, gasoline supposedly, but... Um,
0: I find that hard to believe, honestly.
2: Yeah, you know, from what it looks like, it seems like all the chambers are the same, yeah. so I don't see why you couldn't, but I, once again, like I said, do your yeah. research, don't just take my word for it. Um, I don't want you to... Get one, and then you know you use it, and something bad happens, so mm-hmm. yeah, just do mm-hmm. your research uh with that being said, though, talking about the heater, you know since you the reason why you guys have been using the heater so much is because you like to do winter sports, right mm-hmm. um I, Jen especially yeah loves <laughs> uh,
3: I learned
1: yeah, yeah, you did
2: you did, um, I snowboarded seventy one mountains in a single season, so I love to like pick people's brains on like how many mountains they've been to. And like, so this season you've had an opportunity to ride a lot of different mountains. What's that been like and how many mountains were they, they're involved? That
0: I think we're at like 10, 11, something like that. Or, uh, I, I don't really know. I, I've got the stickers on my refrigerator for all the ones we went to. <laughs> I haven't been keeping, I could, um, I could probably count them real quick, but,
2: um, like not, on your not while I'm talking.
0: Whatever, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. but I think it's been somewhere between nine and 11, Cool. And um, and it's been amazing. We've had a great time. Um, so let's see. We went to... I can list them, I guess. I don't know. We, uh, I don't Just know. This is my first year one... snowboarding. So um, we've done a lot of that. So since Jen wasn't much of a winter sports person prior to, she's tried skiing before. And um, it wasn't really her thing. So we decided to go ahead and try snowboarding. So that way we could both learn together. Now I've been skiing since uh, I'm <clears throat> 44. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, <clears throat> 44. So I've been skiing for probably about 40 years. You know, not every single year, but I mean, I started learning when about when I could walk, and um, and I just picked up snowboarding this year. And, and you're uh, and really good you're at it. Killing Thank it. You. Killing it. <laughs> Thank you. It's been a lot of fun, and.
2: He was literally going down Double Black Diamonds with Alex and I at Snowbird, and we were doing the same at Brighton. It was, uh, kind of incredible to hear that he started in December and was able to ride all these different stuff and, like, trees. I don't even think he really did any glades, like, uh, riding through trees. you and I went? Yeah. No. Yeah, because I was like, have you ever done trees before? And he's like, no. And I wasn't talking about, like, the marijuana trees. I was talking about, like, (laughs) riding through the glades, um. But yeah, so it was really funny just to like see him get out there and yeah, killed it.
0: It was seriously, it was a lot of fun. And this this whole trip was, you know, we were going to meet up for, hang out at the hot springs and then we were going to go snowboard one day. And then like, I figured that, that one day, day and a half, Um, you know, and then we were going to part ways and it ended up being like, we, we, we snowboarded for three days and then hung out for another day or two or whatever. So it's been a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We even got
2: to spend Jen's birthday with her and also their anniversary. So we feel really blessed to be able to spend that time with you guys. 25
3: years of marriage. Has anything changed since you got into the van? Has it been an adjustment
2: do you feel like it's brought you closer or anything?
3: I think
1: we're pretty close as it yeah.
2: is. Yeah, I don't think it's changed anything. No,
1: even when we're home at the big house,
2: it kind of. makes are still
1: right here. We're it kind of top. makes
2: sense, you know. Twenty-five years of marriage, mm-hmm. you don't think much would change. That that means that you have a good relationship, though, if you ask me. Yeah, because if you if things did change a lot, you probably weren't either fulfilling something for each other or, you know, the opposite where... Or maybe like, one person just not super into it.
3: Correct, and, you know, was correct. making it a hard time yeah. or something.
0: Yeah. I think yeah. we we knew our limitations and, and where we want privacy. Like, you know, there's certain things that I like to do when somebody might not be around. and, and like we found ways, the
1: bathroom?
0: Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily, you know... You can put your imagination into that. There's certain <laughs> things that are just more comfortable to do when you don't have to do them. Would I? Sure. But yeah. I mean, it's just, I prefer to be uh... by yourself. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we get keep it. those smells alone. As we're,
2: doing, <laughs> as, as we're talking about this, he's, like, looking away. He, he no does, eye
0: contact. He's like, I don't want to look at you guys as oh, I talk about like, this. How can I say this without being too nasty about <laughs> yeah. when well,
2: we, no, we when when it? When you gotta go, you yeah, gotta you go. You gotta go. And I get it, you know. Or we've... when you gotta go, she gotta go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Hey, I gotta go, so you gotta go. And we work.
1: It's fine. Yeah. yeah.
2: I feel like that's fairly easy for the most part. It's not like you're going to be in there for an hour. Well, know, and you don't always have to do it
3: in there either. Yeah. You could go into a grocery store or the oh, Walmart yeah.
0: or, you know, whatever. I've only went in the van once, you know, for that. And, uh, you know, it's just something we try not to do, but it's there in case you have to. Mm-hmm. Like we've got a, a toilet and it's there. It's for emergencies and, you know, that's... I feel like it's such an it adjustment makes. too because, like, Alex and I, were full time. So, like
2: you wind up doing those things at first, you might be like, uh, you know, look away or whatever. Now it's like, we can almost make eye contact. <laughs> yeah. I
3: feel like, well, Frank's always been like that. Yeah, I always
2: Like,
1: like exactly. even when we if first started, yeah, yeah, right,
3: when we first started dating, he would like, leave the bathroom door open and just be like, having a conversation across like, She's like, can you th- shut I'm the door? like, um, can we finish this like,
2: when, when you're, you're done?
3: done? Like, why are you trying to have this conversation with me I've right al- now? I've
2: always been that way though, like, I almost prefer to like when I'm using the bathroom be able like that's like my thinking seat. Frank's yeah. such an
3: extrovert; he can't even be alone
1: on the toilet. <laughs> I feel
2: um, the
3: same
1: way. I, I almost have right, the door like, open. He's like door shut, fan on.
0: <laughs> it was our it was our ne- the next day after we met. We were you know in the in the restroom at the same time. It's just like, just it, chatting, and it, it, it is what it is. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's nothing to be uh, embarrassed about. It's it's
2: natural. You know, everybody yeah. does it. It's, it's good to be open and talk about it though. You know, I think that's one of the subjects that van lifers especially talk about. Um, you know, just because like, it's a real reality of the lifestyle that you don't deal with in a stationary home. Mm -hmm. Like you just have a lot more space. So you know, and doors that close,
3: and maybe like two or three different options for where you're gonna go.
2: <laughs> maybe yeah. if you live in like one of those big ass buses, you can probably have a door. You right. know what I mean? Like you could,
0: and and it's almost separated from the rest
2: of the space.
0: And you could, in a van too. And that's like you know when we were talking about considerations. That was one of those things that I I would rather have to deal with that situation than have a closed off stall for my bathroom mm-hmm. and shower. Uh, I'd rather have the visibility and the just the open flow, mm-hmm. then closing off a huge section of a van for something that you're gonna spend maybe a few minutes in a day. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah, like,
2: exactly. If that, yeah, right? because yeah. you might go somewhere else. Yeah, go outside if you know. We actually there's... could make like a little curtain because we have the Same. magnetic ceiling, so like we could mm-hmm. literally just put up our shower curtain across right. and be like, all right, I have my own privacy. Yeah. But, you know, we're we, too lazy for that. We've
0: got, we, you, same. I mean, yeah. as much as it may be uncomfortable, it's, it's still easier than putting a curtain up. And we can do the same, but we just choose not to if we ever well, have. Well, probably
3: to. when it's an emergency situation. Yeah. You're like, I don't have time yeah. for this
0: curtain. <laughs> That's like, true. Come on.
2: Give me like a couple of highlights from the last couple of weeks of traveling for you guys. Like, what have been your highlights um, over the last month? Oh, Gen Jen start.
1: I would say focusing on what we're eating. Nice. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Awesome. Having a plan because you have to make sure you have the supplies.
0: Mm-hmm. But what would you say your highlights have been? What has your been like your most um,
3: special moment?
0: Yeah, there's that many you can't <laughs> sort them out. I'm guessing.
2: <laughs> we froze it. We froze it. Mm-hmm.
0: What, is there anything? That is there anything
2: that just like sticks out in your mind that uh, that you really enjoyed? I would say that just the freedom to yeah. just go and.
1: Not you don't have a time limit. Mm-hmm. You just you just going. You mm-hmm. don't have to clean the whole house because there's not much to clean. Yeah. What's
0: the coolest thing we've done so far in this road trip?
1: The hot springs.
3: Yeah,
0: that was pretty. I've cool. never
1: done that before.
3: Some natural hot springs. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was and we ride. found
3: some good ones too. Yeah.
0: How about you? Uh, I would say I mean there's so many. Like every single day there's been multiple things that that we got to experience that were that were awesome. The views. The, the views have been amazing. We we've never driven further than um well, we picked up our van in Kansas City and then we kinda like like drove to Virginia and we didn't really see anything. We just kinda like drove straight. Mm-hmm. So even though we had been to Kansas City, we had never really taken the time to look around. And we did a lot of that driving at night. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to see some of the, the sandstone mountains. And, well, the Colorado Rockies were amazing, The being there. That was a, a huge bucket list thing for me. I always wanted to go to Colorado. I always wanted to ski Colorado. Uh, we always wanted to you know, meet you guys since mm-hmm. for the last whatever year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was amazing. Um, it's been a great time with you guys. Um, seeing the stars in the middle of nowhere when you don't have the light pollution and you mm-hmm. can just see more stars than you can possibly see when you're living in a, in an urban area or suburban area. Yeah. Um, I, I remember
2: just like pulling up to the spot and we put out the chairs and, and Jen goes out and sits out there and she's just like, wow, this is, this is living. This is life. This is what I love. Like, um, this is amazing. This is perfect. Like it was, it was really cool to see you experience that because like, I, I don't know. I feel like we're jaded sometimes a little bit. Just like, we still love it. Like, we go outside and I'm like this is beautiful this like we still get that feeling but it's just different when you see somebody have that feeling for like mm-hmm. the first time in the sense of like traveling you know this type of way sure. you know
0: it was also really cool to get to see um other van lifers uh, whether they're part-time or full-time and just to see their experiences what their rigs look like uh and the The volume of vans that are out here in the West is is way different than in the East, and it actually kind of um, a lot of people stress out about where to park, and 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 I found that it's not as big of an issue as people seem to make it out to be. Um, that was it was one of our concerns too when we first got on this trip. It was like, where are we going to sleep? Like I know we have Eye Overlander, and you know those spots are sometimes um blown out of proportion mm-hmm. like a, a lot of people use it so it gets too many people there and then you, the the spot gets ruined um but we found that it it was actually pretty easy to find places to stay whether it be rest areas um uh, we also do have harvest host and we stayed at a couple of those uh and that that was cool too and um i feel like that's pretty
2: easy to use on the east coast too in the sense mm-hmm. of like You don't have as much BLM land or like public land, so using things like Harvest Host or Boondockers Welcome, which I think they're the same now, right? So you'd buy just a uh, a yeah for an upgrade. Um, they have things like Hip Camp, and you Mm -hmm. know, there's there's so many different sites out there that help you be able to kind of park at like different people's properties and whatnot which makes it a lot easier to live this lifestyle Mm -hmm. and one thing that like we're also trying to do is we're trying to when we go to these different places to clean up as much as possible so that way people allow us to stay in these places so if you're going to become a nomad or if you already are a nomad and you listen to this please do the right thing and just if you see garbage pick it up because the next thing you know, you're going to be at a gas station or a place where you could throw it out. So, mm-hmm. you know, helping clean up just keeps these beautiful places open for us. That was well,
3: nice. Yeah, we did the Nomads Cleanup this morning. We're doing a new thing on social media where every Saturday we do hashtag Nomads Cleanup. And we if, did it today with the two of you guys. Yeah. And it was funny because we stayed at a trailhead. And when we first looked around, we were like, I don't even know if there's like, like enough garbage I'll, here to like bother. Like, will we get up. a bag's worth? Yeah. You know? And we did.
0: Like, more than, and
3: easily, and, like, some of the stuff we couldn't even take out because it was so big. Like, it was, like, easy to fill up a garbage bag, and what did we spend, like, 10 minutes?
2: Mm -hmm. 10, 20 minutes, and if everybody did that, if you guys want to help join... And spread the word. Spread the message. This is a good positive message. This is what we should be spreading on the internet and social media. Use hashtag nomadscleanup. Shoot a little video. You know, do it in your own type of way. And just make, make that hashtag and tag three people that you think would do it too. Just help get the word out there, you
0: know? And we actually had two immediate positive impacts media. Uh, on that. Because media. there was a guy that was coming back from the trail. And he was walking along. And he saw what we were doing. And he was just like, thanks. I don't even know... If, if yeah. anybody else heard it. And uh and that was cool because he's obviously a member of the community. Yep. So he may spread the like hey, I just saw the, you know, a couple of vans up there today and they were picking up trash. They're not so, local,
2: you know, right. like they look at us like those guys weren't local and they were here cleaning up. Maybe yep. we've impacted him to yep. like want to pick up a trash bag and help out too mm-hmm. or tell a friend and then they come and do it or it just spreads the message of like when nomads come around, we clean up. Right. So people are going to want us in their community. So the more people that do it, the better off we are as a community.
0: Nope. Uh, what was the second? Oh, that little girl, that the, yeah. the family that stopped to um, do a quick hike while they were on their way to Moab, Moab. and um, and she was playing, picking up rocks and stuff. And it, instead of her picking up shards of glass, she was actually able to just play with the rocks and just yeah,
2: you know, yeah. That was That's potential, that just noticed. like cut, cutting yourself open, right? Mm. And as like a mom. You know, that's probably, like, alert, alert, yeah, right? that's the
1: first thing I said when I saw a little girl. I'm like, that's why we cleaned up.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of her. Yeah. And hopefully, like, she gets that message, too, and then wants to also do the same thing as she grows up, right? I, I mean, know. something so simple is, like, we said, oh, look at all that garbage to my nieces back in Brooklyn. And they it registered to them. And they were like, ew, it's so gross. And I was like, yeah, it was like, we could come out here and take a trash bag and clean it up if you guys would like another day. And they were like, yeah, yeah. Literally the next day, my niece asked like, hey, can we go to the park and pick up all the garbage? You know, and I was like, of course we can, you know. So obviously proper, you know, stuff on your hands, you Mm -hmm. know, clean up. Don't lick the garbage. Yeah, don't lick the garbage. You'll be all right. Don't try to reuse
3: the water bottles you find.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or chew the gum you find. Right, gross. Yeah.
2: So what do you miss since you're on the road, I know My that dogs yeah that's really My figured. dogs as Paco was, made you miss him more
1: it, yes, but I was more fearful of us traveling for the first time in all this cold and the heat
2: mm-hmm. that I
1: wanted their safety first yeah and so I didn't want to put them in that danger
2: do you now, feel do you feel like now that you've traveled in the cold and everything that it would be okay for the dogs to be with you
1: if
3: Yes, I do. I do. But She's it was still the got other amazing. heater.
2: Yeah,
1: that
3: just I wasn't familiar with yet. What gotcha. is your backup heater? That propane thing? It's very cool and it works great.
0: Yeah, we got a wave heater. So I was, was going to bring a little buddy, and and that's a little propane, a portable propane heater too. And they're supposed to be they're supposed to be safe to use indoors. Um, but I started doing a little bit of reading, and then this other one is called uh, the wave heater. I think it's made by. companion or something like it's the wave three but if i was going to recommend one i'd say go to the wave six uh this is just a little bit too um too small to keep the van warm when it's really cold out Mm. i mean it's okay if it's like you know 20s mid 20s uh, or better provided you have decent insulation like which i think we do um it, it keeps it tolerable it keeps it perfectly comfortable actually But if it gets below that, it's going to have a hard time keeping up. And so we've done a couple of things. We've tried some, like, fans to help circulate the air because it's a radiant heater uh, and it's a catalytic heater. So it's like it's a different type of combustion than the Little Buddy heater is, and it makes it more safe to use indoors. And that's Mm -hmm. why we decided to use that.
3: And you have it mounted really cool. So, like, you have your propane tank behind where they have their toilet box kind of Mm -hmm. thing. So the propane's next to the toilet. And then there's just the one thing coming out, and then the wave is mounted on the wall there. So, unlike a buddy that you would have to, like, move around the space or, like, oh, don't kick it over Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever, it's mounted to the wall, which is really nice. And
0: that's exactly the reason why I did that is so that I could mount it to the wall in case we did bring the dogs, whether it's this trip or another trip. I don't want if we had to be outside the van I want as much safety as possible um the dogs are not going to go and 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 lean up on it you know they're they're not that mm-hmm. ridiculous but um but they could inadvertently knock something over so I don't want the little sure. buddy heater yeah. out there for them to do that I think and, one of the
2: biggest differences too is like you said the way that it like uh heats up mm-hmm. um so like the little buddy heater has an open flame on it right. you know you click a little pilot and and that pops it on the whole front face of it is actually an open flame so mm-hmm. so it definitely makes a huge difference in the sense of like even if they were to like
0: bump into that one or something yeah, you could get burned you could get yeah. burned by it but like you're
2: not going to set the whole place on fire
0: yeah i think you could actually like probably lean on it for like a, a second or two and not get burned i yeah. mean maybe if you touch the metal it might i don't know mm-hmm. but it'd it, probably it, be it, hot but yeah yeah it's it, it would it wouldn't be as dangerous as the, you know, the open flame. Mm-hmm. And I guess there is, like, maybe a flame in there, but there's a different reaction. It's a chemical reaction, and I don't know. It, it, it seems to be working better. You, you got to keep a, a window open a little bit to keep a little bit of air flowing through. Make sure you have oxygen coming in. Just as a safety precaution, as well. Mm-hmm.
3: Speaking of safety precautions, I actually realized when we started talking that you guys have already been on the podcast before. Yeah, and I was yeah, I was yeah. like, oh yeah, we've done this. Yeah. Um, but we did it way back in episode number eighteen, which is like we were talking, uh, like, about, we were talking
2: about safety because you're you you used to be a police officer, still a part time police officer, still um, yep, yep. still
0: part time. Yeah.
3: So. Now that you've actually... Because back then, you hadn't even gotten the van yet. So back then, you were just, like, geeking out on, like, van life videos and, Mm -hmm. like, absorbing it all as a voyeur. Mm -hmm. And now that you're actually, like, living it, is there any, like, police tips or, like, safety stuff that you, like,
2: have you know, learned as your time on the road. And before you answer that question, that pa- that podcast was awesome because I feel like we got a lot of really good information just based on, like, getting some more knowledge of how an officer may feel. So definitely go back and listen to that one, but go ahead, jump on in. Are you loving our podcast? Well, we have a way for you to get one more a month.
3: By joining our Patreon community, you get exclusive access to a one-hour podcast ad-free every single month that does a deep dive into what it's really like to live on the road.
2: Depending on which tier you select, you could even get free merchandise.
3: Check out the link below and join the Patreon community today. You also get access to tons of behind-the-scenes content from our YouTube channel, too.
0: Now back to the podcast. So it goes back to that the question, what I was kind of alluding to when we were talking about the places to sleep. Mm-hmm. and people stressing out about it and i did a lot of looking on facebook uh in a group on facebook about where you could park at different mountain resorts because a lot of them are not so van life friendly anymore because it's it's kind of been a little bit abused mm-hmm. um and, and you know who knows why uh, but one thing i've found that works well for me is i've always I, i've talked to cops in the towns that we went to a couple times and they're like you know I you could try to stay here um You know, that way you're not going to get bothered. So I was going straight to the source of who would be coming to knock on the door to say, hey, where can we park to not get -hmm. the knock? Mm -hmm. Or at least if somebody does call, I've already made a face-to-face with you. And you know who's there. You know who's Mm -hmm. inside. And it's like, it just takes a little bit of the stress out of the situation for them. Mm -hmm. And they may not have to bother me even if somebody did call. Mm -hmm. So... Because I know how it is on, on, the, on the receiving end of that call. When somebody calls in, said, hey, I just saw a sus- suspicious vehicle up by a trailhead. Or there's a, a van parked behind a building. So the officer has an obligation to go and respond to that call to investigate it a little bit. And if they don't know who's inside, then you may get a knock. Not necessarily to move, but to just find out what's going on to see if somebody is in fact inside or, or whatever the case is. But if that call comes in later and, and, there, and someone says, yeah, there's a suspicious vehicle in this municipal parking lot and it says no overnight parking, which the lot in um, Ludlow, Vermont, which is where Okemo is, says no overnight parking. So um, I called in, I talked to the police and, and they're like, yeah, that's fine. What are you driving? I said a silver van and, um, and they're like, yeah, that's no problem. So they knew I was there, so -hmm. that if somebody called in and said, hey, somebody's parking in this parking lot, then the police can come out there. If they put their eyes on it, it's like, oh, it's a silver Silver van van. with this plate. We already made contact with him. He's good to go. Not going to knock on him. Move on to next call. You can close it out. Cool. Does that
3: only matter for municipal lots? Because you did say that specifically. Or like, because you were kind of mentioning the other night when we were looking for, you know, whatever. You're like, oh, well, you know, nobody's really going to probably tell you.
0: Right. It it depends on state to state, but generally speaking, private property is totally different than um, public property, like city property or whatever it might be. So let's say you're parked in the parking lot of a restaurant, and you went there after it was closed. There's no a police officer who goes there um, probably isn't going to say you're going to be towed because the property owner would have to be... Property owner, property leasee, lessee, whatever, would have to say, yes, I want that person towed. Um, but generally speaking, you're not going to get towed without a chance to move first anyway. And so there's there's a lot of, of caveats to that. They might have a, an agreement already with the city that says if somebody is parking here, you have permission to tow right. um, But even still they're more than likely going to knock and say, see if somebody's in there mm-hmm. Make and sure say everything's move.
1: okay, for one. Yeah, right.
2: It, it, yeah. And also, it would be kind of funny for somebody to just, like, stop putting your van on a tow truck and then you're inside of it. Yeah, and right? they can't legally do that anyway. Yeah.
0: You can't tow a vehicle with somebody inside it.
2: Gotcha. So, like, I mean, most places. Most places, yeah. And so, like, in that case, they would the tow truck driver would even knock and be like, um, excuse me. Mm-hmm. like you're gonna have to move I'm towing you right you yeah. know so i think you'd be okay for the most part but still like if a tow truck driver doesn't comes and is like i'm gonna tell you don't be like well you can't tell me if i'm in your in this van just get in the front seat turn the car on, and drive away right you know find another spot like we said they're not that hard to come by it's just a matter of like just being nice trying to do trying to look out and find a place that it's possibly going to be the best situation for you to park, so you mm-hmm. don't get the knock.
0: The but biggest thing not you don't want to be disturbed. I mean, yeah. if you get a knock, you have to move. It sucks, yeah. but, I mean, you want to go to sleep, and you want to be able to sleep through the night, mm-hmm. so you don't want the inconvenience. It's not really the danger of actually being towed that, that, mm-hmm. that, that I think people are worried about, nor should they be worried about. Um, and, and just like, you know, the police officer is like, they don't want to mess with you anyway, you know. Yeah. They got bigger fish to fry, and so it's 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 an issue that's kind of a little over over analyzed, I yeah. guess. But uh, but still, you want to be respectful of private property, public property, and 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 try to be a good steward of van life, mm-hmm. uh, and you know park where you're not going to be a nuisance
2: i think this goes back for me to like what we were talking about earlier is like the you know the cleanliness of of you know us keeping up on places and stuff because if we do that then those people might not even call the cops because they're like oh these people are going to be clean they're going to be courteous they're going to be nice people you know i'm going to allow them to stay there now because i know Mm. that I'm actually going to benefit from it. They might even clean up my parking lot. Yeah.
0: You know? We're not setting up a fire pit outside. We're self-contained. We don't do anything outside. We're not ruining their environment. We're not polluting anything.
2: Yeah, especially in those little in-between spots like the Walmarts and the, Mm -hmm. you know... If you're (laughs) going to stop and you're going to eat real quick, that's cool. But don't, like, set up shop like you live there. Like, Mm -hmm. like you own the place. You want to kind of be just kind, courteous, and quiet and then get out of there and move on to the next spot. Now, when you're on, like be land, you have your own campsite and stuff you know you could set up a camp you know you could you could put out chairs right? but make
3: sure you pack it out because pack we've out. seen so much garbage on BLM nice.
2: yeah and I th- that's what it all comes back to is just being respectful common and like you know courteous to to the area to the people and if somebody asks you to leave just just leave you yeah. know it makes it makes the situation so much easier for you and for everybody else
3: You got called an
2: asshole today. I did get called an asshole today. (laughs) The funny part is is I responded by saying, Oh, I'm so sorry. I won't do it again. You know, like uh, I was flying the drone around the van. I was trying to get shots of the two vans together, you know, during golden hour. And I flew over a van. I wasn't even really over the guy's campsite. I was next to it, like to the left of it. And uh, I think he thought we were like recording him or something, but we weren't. I didn't even get him on the camera at all. So, but he came over and he, and honestly, what I really wanted to do was be a dick and do something again because of the way that he said, you know, what he said. Um, and I think that if you're just nice and if you're like, Hey, excuse me, man, I'm sorry, but like, can you please not fly the drone over, you know, my area? I've been like, no problem at all. I'm so sorry. Like, you know, I would have been even nicer, but I really should have been like, you know, this is an area where I'm allowed to do this. You know, mm. so if you're gonna be an asshole, I'm gonna be an asshole too, and I'm gonna keep flying it there. But I didn't want to do that. I'm just not that guy. But I
0: wanted to again. You know? No, but you were a good steward of the community, yeah. And, and, yeah. and and you know you you handled it well. And he Thanks. walked
1: away and hasn't he hasn't come back.
2: No, and he won't. You know, but it was funny because like he came up and like was, yeah. You know, and I think you could only escalate that situation more if you're also a dick. Sure. You know, so. Try to step back a little bit. <laughs> you know. I don't I don't love confrontation, but like I would I would have it if I needed to. I just don't I'd rather not, you know. You kill mm-hmm. them with kindness usually. Yeah, I try to. Yeah. I try to.
3: Okay, so what is your kind of next phases? I know you guys are kind of leaving tomorrow and heading back to Virginia. You know, what's next in kind of your van life adventures? Oh.
1: Of course, you know, there's going to be a couple more mountains from here to Virginia, so we're going to hit them, hit more mountains, go home, relax a little bit. He's got a hockey game to play Sunday, and then we're going to pack up with the dogs and go visit my daughter and her new house and her dog.
2: Nice. Nice. And how far away is that for you guys?
1: That's about four hours. Okay. And then you'll kind of camp in
3: the van? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She doesn't like it when
1: we camp outside, but, you know, that's home.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It's nice having, like, your own bed with you, too, yes. right? And, like, your stuff. You could just, like, brush your teeth and do everything right in your van. You don't have to mm-hmm.
3: bring
0: anything inside. Yeah. You know
3: your pillows are comfortable. Yeah. your yeah. well, bed it's is comfortable. Like,
0: <laughs> when we made lunch today, it was like we were in a Walmart parking lot, but when you have your home there, it just it's a totally different vibe. It's yeah. Just, it, it's,
2: you look out the window to me and you're like, man, it's crazy how nice a Walmart parking lot could be. Right. And I'm like, yeah, when you're standing in your own house. <laughs> you know? Like, it, it really is. It's kind of amazing. Alex and I have talked about this many times in our videos. That like We'll be sitting in a Walmart parking lot, and all the covers will be up and everything, and we'll forget where we are. Like, we'll literally
0: forget. Mm-hmm. And we'll wake yeah. up. Or we'll open up the door, and we're like, oh, shit, we're in a walnut parking lot. We're in a cracker barrel. Like, it's it's crazy, because when we've woken up in the morning here, like, I had to think a couple of times, like, where are we? Where did we park? And I had to think about, like, what side, you know, the whatever it was, was on. Like, like where's like, the okay, road? Yeah. yeah, is the road on the right side? Is it behind us? Where's your van? Is it, you know, behind us, next to us? Anyway, but it, it becomes your own little bubble in here, and, uh, it's been really cool. Yeah,
2: I wasn't sure what side you guys were on, too. When I first woke up, I was like, wait, are they out that window or mm-hmm. this window? mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure enough. So, yeah, I mean, what what is some advice that you guys would have for somebody who's, like, trying to get into van life or thinking about it or, you know, uh somebody's just, like, kind of a little bit scared to travel?
1: Be open-minded. Plans are going to change all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. And they usually change for the better. That 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 was yeah, that was cool because you can be fluid with your van. Um, getting into it, I say do it. Do whatever you can to get out there. If it's not a van, if it's if it's in your car, if it's sleeping in the back seat, to get out and and, and explore the, the the nation and the world that we live in. Do it uh, because there's just so much more out there than than you'll even ever get to see. Mm-hmm. And so never stop trying to see those things. You know, Just keep going and keep enjoying yourselves and keep living the dream.
2: Yeah, as much as the places that we lived previously were wonderful at the times that when we lived there, you know, for us it helped us grow and become who we were. I think that getting on the road for us has changed our lives in so many ways. We've met so many wonderful people. Um, we've been to so many beautiful places. I think that we've gotten a much better grip on like what the world really, um, has there, you know, to offer you, um, you know, life isn't in a book, it's not in, you know, one specific house, it's everywhere, you know, Mm -hmm. get out there and explore and, and enjoy it.
0: And it's not even just the sights. it's the experiences, it's talking to people, it's doing things with those Mm -hmm. people. We'd never been to a vegan restaurant before you know getting together with you guys and it was amazing mm-hmm. and it was just i don't know if that was something we would just arbitrarily try maybe mm-hmm. maybe at some point but the opportunity presented itself so you know you go with the flow and it was it was a great experience
2: yeah yeah i couldn't agree more we had some really good food since we've been out here <laughs> we had some crazy... whether it was one of you guys cooking or alex cooking yeah. or going to a vegan spot yep. It's just been an all around amazing experience and we appreciate you guys coming out all the way to come meet us and and hang out. If it wasn't for this lifestyle, we would have never met these two wonderful people. So if you guys want to follow them, check them out. Define the Venture on Instagram. We'll link it down in the description below as well. So we will be doing a tour of their van. We don't know exactly when it will be out. We'll definitely keep you updated. So make sure to go check out our YouTube channel and follow us there. One we'll way another, we'll, we'll get, get it, it up there. there for them to check it out. We can always share it with, uh, with you guys. And you I guys mean, your renovate. van
3: is so beautiful. You have to share it with the world. You have yeah. lots of like innovative ideas in there, and it's really homey and comfortable. And
2: Thanks. I know that after seeing their van and like experience and being inside it with them, we're changing. We're going to make several renovations to our van. To actually replicate hmm. some of the things that they did, uh, because we just think it's way more user friendly. Yeah. Um, like something so simple as our refrigerator, the fact that our refrigerator pulls out, uh, we want it to be more stationary and out of the way. So we think that the way that they put it in their van is perfectly placed. So, so that's you've kinda... added a
3: lot to our to do list, but in very good <laughs> in ways. Very ways. <laughs> yeah. You're
2: welcome. That's just like a little <laughs> snippet of like what you could. You know possibly see when you see their van,
0: uh so we do appreciate it guys we do too. We've had so much fun with you guys, so many cool experiences, so much weird experiences, like <laughs> the laundromat and
2: <laughs> he, he didn't yeah, that was very weird. I was gonna say he wasn't like pooping while we were in his van no,
0: no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. it's been it's been an amazing awesome like Trip that we'll remember forever. Freaking laundry mat. Oh yeah! I gosh. think the lesson
3: from the laundry mat is don't do laundry at 10 p.m. Don't yeah. do laundry Man, on it's meth. not What <laughs> you want to do on your birthday? Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 I will
2: say we did have fun with it though. We did race yeah. some carts around in there. Yes, that was hilarious. We got to make that TikTok. But you so. had to
3: bring out your inner cop for that <laughs> laundry mat yeah. experience.
2: So. The cuffs even came out and everything. Yes. They yeah. didn't get used, but they came out. And yeah. the gloves. Yeah, the gloves too.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. I kinda forgot about that.
2: We're, we're backup, he was though. ready to grab me an extra uh, set of gloves just in case we had to do oh, something. Oh I did. Oh, you my did? Pocket, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, listen, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Luckily we were able to just de escalate a situation and help out somebody in the, the laundromat. And mm-hmm. yeah, make everybody feel safe, right? That's right.
3: Well, we love you guys. Thank you so much for caravanning with us for the last week and coming to meet up with us. And we're so glad that we got to spend, you know, two very special moments, your birthday and your 25th wedding anniversary together.
2: Yeah, we feel blessed to be able to be a part of that for sure. Thank you. Yeah.
0: I think we both feel blessed too. Yes.
1: It was a great Christmas, or great Christmas. Christmas. (laughs) great great, birthday present. You're
0: still thinking about putting on the Christmas music, huh? Somebody tried putting Christmas music on already, and it's March.
3: (laughs) Is it a throwback at that point, or like a looking forward? Always looking forward. Always ready for Christmas. Love that. (laughs) I'm just always... Did you buy any Christmas gifts on your trip this time? No. No? Okay, just asking, you know.
0: Um, Not yet.
3: You know, see anything? Not yet. That, that I know now about. that I've planted the seed, you'll be like, Ooh,
2: look at the Christmas gifts!
3: <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys so much for being on the show. Thank you for having
2: us, yeah. and thank yes. you for meeting with us, and of course, sharing your life. Paco with has us loved ca- you guys, that's for sure.
3: Paco's ready to go outside and check out the stars. <laughs> Me too, so we're gonna sign off.
2: Yes, we are. Um, so we hope that you guys have an FNA day.